0: Hello everybody, welcome to the DMN one-on-one podcast. My name is Chris Wood, I'm associate editor of DMN. I'm here today with Scott Grunther, EVP and GM of media analytics for EDO. Welcome Scott. Thanks for having I'm me. Glad to have you here. And uh, the topic today that we, you know, I've, I've written about it, we've covered it on DMN, um, is the linear TV space, uh, how that's developing, how technology, Uh, takes this data and is able to provide some real serious value for advertisers?
1: Absolutely. I mean, uh, listen, when it comes to live sports, live events, news, uh, linear TV is still the most powerful uh, platform around, obviously, for consumption. Um, At EDO, we measure... Uh, the effectiveness of television advertising for linear uh, for linear TV specifically um, and certainly you know we see the results play out in terms of the level of engagement that consumers have not only to the, the content uh, within live events and live sports uh, but with the ads as well um, you know we work with a lot of the TV networks to help them uh, sort of prove that value of, uh, of, of, of linear TV and, and, and these live platforms um, so yeah, we see it across all, all categories. Uh, certainly, TV is still very strong, and um, you know, and, and in fact, I mean, we're we're yeah, even beyond sports and, and live uh, and, and live events. We're uh, working with uh, clients um, on the buy side and the sell side as well um, for non uh, for non-live as well. Um, is it about call
0: to actions in the advertising content, or how are the other ways to see that engagement?
1: I mean, EVO specifically captures the, the very moment uh, of impact uh, for linear TV. People sitting at home, they're watching uh, their favorite show, they're exposed to ads. Um, what we capture is uh, the moment that people take an action, um, and, and specifically that action is uh, search. So what we do is we capture all this publicly available data around um, how, what people are searching for in terms of brands and products, or it could be movies or TV shows and then layer that against minute by minute TV ad logs and can actually show that when a TV ad hits, what is the amount of, of search engagement that is being driven specifically by each linear TV ad airing. Um, so that's the way we measure it. Obviously, you know, as you go down the marketing funnel, uh, there's lots of ways to measure the effectiveness of ads and the engagement that consumers have with those ads. Uh, what EDO does is squarely focus on the middle of that funnel, which is that immediate moment of impact. And
0: um, on, on the brand side, what are brands looking for then? They're, they're looking for that high funnel as well. Then.
1: Well, you know, traditionally TV has been very focused at the top of that funnel. Um, obviously it starts with exposure, but then it runs down to more of the traditional brand metrics of recall and message recall and uh, self-reported ad likability and purchase intent. Um, what, the, what our brand clients uh, rely on us for is, again, they... they historically have not had a way to measure TV the way that they've used digital, perhaps. Uh, Which is, you know, digital has been a platform and a media platform that has uh, sort of been driven by the ability to obviously capture and measure uh, effectiveness and impact in real time at scale. Uh, What we've done is we've taken what has been traditionally reserved for digital and applied it to linear TV. So, you know, for example, we will work with movie studios, uh, that's kind of where we started, and movie studios will be using our data um, to actually uh, not only plan their media for where they should be advertising, um, because they are really packing in a lot of ads into a very short period of time, uh, but also how they can optimize the performance of those ads. So what EDO does is capture this online behavior linked to to TV um, on a full census level basis. So we are capturing every ad Uh, across 120 some odd networks, every brand, every product, every category. Um, So uh, fully syndicated models. If I'm a, a brand marketer, like a movie studio, Uh, and I'm advertising, um, I can not only look at how my ads are performing at a a very granular creative level and then optimize, so creative A on this network versus creative B on that network and make changes to make sure which creative executions on which media platforms are driving the highest level of search engagement, which is our metric. yeah, they can, uh, you know, they can actually do that in, in real time at scale, not only for themselves but also for their competitors. So it becomes a very uh, useful planning tool as well.
0: Um, and how is that agility, um, that that ability? Like they have an ad that's working versus one that's mm-hmm. not working so well, or is it about matching up different creatives to different audiences?
1: It's both. Yeah. Um, it, it could be, you know, obviously when you can find what we can do is we can look at. Um, groups of networks and bucket them and say okay. these are more male skewing networks or we can do it by program as well or female or younger or older. Um, we can look at how search engagement is being driven within these different segment groups and then obviously look at how creators are performing against these various segments and make suggestions and recommendations for uh, again how to optimize those creatives so that you, know, you, you want to be doing more of what's working and, and less of what's not working as well.
0: What are, what are some, some big events coming up or, or, or what, uh, is it so much about like the new fall season in TV?
1: I mean yes and no, I mean certainly there's a ton of focus on these big tentpole events, uh, particularly for the networks. I mean we work very closely with uh, many of the big TV network groups and in fact we just Uh, did a big analysis for the Women's World Cup with Fox Sports obviously very high profile very important and and they want to now be able to go back to all their advertisers and say you know not only was it highly rated which everyone reads about but Mm -hmm. sort of pulling back the the layers of that onion to basically say well well, how effective uh, were you know the finals versus the quarterfinals versus the early rounds across different brands and different categories. So that's obviously important and always a big focus. But um, you know, coming up, I mean, obviously the fall season, uh, we you know we also have the ability at EDO to help them, uh, if you're a TV network, for example, uh, measure the promotional impact. So they're airing promos. So that's where TV network as advertiser. Sure. So we can help them understand what people searching for these new shows and which creative executions are working well, and when they are on their own network versus you know, on a, a, a off network, what's performing well, um, and what's not, and how to optimize that. So certainly there's focus on that, and then as we get into the new season with these network clients, there's a lot of uh, new campaigns that are breaking in coordination with the new season. There's a lot of uh, custom creatives and integrations that we can measure as well so we'll work with uh, both brands but also very specifically with the network to help them understand all the custom content that they're running uh, for their clients. It um, could be co-branded content, vignettes, product placements, you name it. Um, so that's big. Obviously, next year uh, we have the Olympics. Uh, and then, of course, even within the news world, just all the the political environment right now is just ripe for news in terms of understanding, you know, not just you know people being engaged to these debates, but obviously the advertising. So it's across day parts. It's beyond just tentpole events. Um, but again, like from our perspective at edo, that's that's the power of having an always on fully syndicated. Uh, fully scaled uh, platform uh, because it's, it's easy for us to to kind of measure all of it
0: and And on the local side too. I mean a big story is about how like the local outlets are having their like a mobile Offering or a digital offering. I'm wondering is, is that something also the brands are, are are looking at in terms of being able to reach those specific target audiences or certain markets
1: I mean, as it relates, uh, targeting is obviously a big topic in and of itself, whether it's uh, geographic targeting and very local targeting, um, or whether it's more specific audience-based targeting that even national networks are doing as it relates to psychographics or or specific buying segments. Um, I'm not personally as involved with kind of the local measurement, Uh, obviously, you know, the more that you can focus and target and tailor your campaigns creatively and through, uh, through media, whether it's national, local, television, or, or, or digital, or what have you, um, to have that best mix and that optimal mix to make sure that your message is resonating depending on what your KPIs are. Um, obviously, uh, there's, a, there's a lot of options out there in the market in which to do that. You know, A lot of our focus as it relates to targeting um, is definitely like I said more on the audience front there's a lot that's going on now with the networks and, and even with uh, with advertisers um, buying and selling beyond the traditional age and gender demos that have been sort of dominating you know the <laughs> this national TV landscape for the last 75 years or however long it's been um, so one of our jobs is how do we work with clients to help them understand? Uh, not just how campaigns may be working overall or how to optimize those campaigns, but when they are doing audience targeting uh, against specific um, you know, segments that are concentrated by psychographic or buying behaviors, because sit- the, the networks and brands are sitting on a ton of data, um, then what we can do is, is, is help them understand uh, the impact of that as well. They have the data, but
0: they need somebody to make sense of it.
1: Yeah, and there are a lot of players. I mean, we are doing that with clients. Obviously, there's a lot going on in in what they call the the multi-touch attribution space, um, which is is even further down the funnel, a bit more custom than than what we do, which is a bit more syndicated. But, yeah, it's... uh, there's there's so much going on in this day and age around data fusion and bringing data sets together, um, viewing exposure data with with outcome data and now networks are guaranteeing on that outcome data to say, yeah you know, not only will we reach this demo, but we guarantee that you know X you'll get X percent lift in people that are going to visit the store or uh, visit a car dealership or actually make a transaction as a result of being exposed to the campaign, which really changes the the landscape and the dynamics of the business.
0: Just to just to bring up, like for instance in um, the evolution of Out of Home, a lot of those metrics are still based around, like you said, like the, the secondary locational data for like a, a flat billboard, you know, that's not talking or engaging directly, but it's about the exposure to the person that's in around the perimeter of that
1: exposure? Well, technology has completely changed the game, right? Um, Your phone is a, a, unless you deactivate it as a tracking beacon, uh, oftentimes it can be used to obviously say, uh, you know, person A who's here was exposed to something. What did they do? It could be, you know, they were exposed to a TV ad and then they took an action, or it could be, you know, maybe they were geographically close to uh, a billboard and and then they took some other action as a result of that, so it 's all just the power of technology and tracking um, that has definitely made marketing more accountable more so than ever and it 's just going to continue to evolve more in that direction
0: so you mentioned like kind of getting deeper into like psychographic uh, psychographics but i 'm just wondering generationally because there are there 's a vast difference in behavior among Generations, obviously, Absolutely. and um, <clears throat> I'm thinking like uh, with with like the younger generations. There are some Gen Zers who don't use mobile at all, or you know, mm-hmm. don't use certain platforms, mm-hmm. and um, and also like in radio, uh, radio has attracted a younger audience. Some some will say, mm-hmm. you know, so uh, how what's what's like kind of the future looking like in terms of this like, especially linear and and. You know, TV watching.
1: Well, I'll take it a step further, and then I'll, I kind of can answer the question. I mean, even within a specific demographic, the, the data and technology and and just it has has made it easier to say, well, the, not all men 25 to 54, which may be a traditional demo grocer, look alike, yeah. or act alike, or behave alike. So. Yeah, you can say people are consuming differently across different demographic groups and age, uh, age groups, and that's always been the case. And um, obviously, how those different groups consume media across the board is very different. I mean, I have two teenage kids. Obviously, they watch TV much differently than I watch TV, not in terms of just what they watch, but how they consume television. We know that. But where we are now is even saying within what our traditional demo groups, and you can say, like I said, men 25 to 54, how can you target advertising and programming to people within that group that could look and behave and act very different? And that's what's really cool. And that's why a lot of the audience targeting stuff that's going on with the networks. I mean, you look around the landscape now, every network, pretty much every network group has dedicated what they call advanced advertising teams. Okay. Okay that their job is to sell beyond demos. And let's face it, they have to evolve in that direction because it's not a matter of just having the best programming anymore. It's a matter of what you can do with that programming to deliver the greatest impact for the advertisers you're selling to. Mm-hmm. Um, has the search behavior
0: changed at all in, in terms of how people are searching, um, what, what they're
1: using? The emergence of voice. Well, certainly, again, smart homes. You know, what we know is, and what we track at EDO is, is again, whether it's it's your laptop, your uh, your tablet, or your phone. um, Whether you're typing it in or using your voice, um, I don't have statistics to say. You know, at least in front of me, like how those things have changed dramatically, Um, but we know that search and Googling for something is the uh, gateway, right, to all these other actions. Um, that has not changed. It's, it's the first place that everybody is going to start. And you're not going to get any argument or question about that because until you implant chips in people's heads right. that you can say, I was exposed to this ad and I did this, the behavior starts with picking up your phone, something's of interest to me. I want to learn, I want to explore, I want to discover, or I intend to buy. It always starts with that search. So we at EDO said, like, let's capture that moment, scale it, and link it back to TV. Um, because linear TV has just never had a way of tracking this before. So not to just bring it back to EDO, but like, I, I don't have specifics on how search behavior has changed, but we know through the data and the results that search is that gateway action that is absolutely measurable and that's what we're doing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, because the other thing would be like when content comes up and you click through on the content like on a digital screen, but everybody is still watching TV and you need that second screen to be able to... And everybody's
1: sitting with second screen. But that's the power of linear TV, like if you're watching something on your on your tablet and you see something are you really going to go away from watching on your tablet you may then pick up your phone but if you're watching something on your phone what are you then going to go to to do that search behavior that's what's fun about sitting on your couch at home and watching television is you have those secondary devices from which to engage with the programs and the ads that are being uh, that you're seeing Um, that you know you can't replicate that you can't do it in a movie theater you're not going to take out your phone and start searching for stuff in the middle of a movie the best, you know, the place to do that at scale um, is, uh, again, is sitting in front of the television. Um, and
0: anything else about, like, kind of, like, the future, where, where it's
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, it's, um, uh, you know, viewership is going to continue to evolve and consumption will continue to evolve as technology continues to evolve and change. Um, TV's not going anywhere um, that's a good thing. It's still obviously the place where people you know for, for particularly from a brand side for reaching mass audiences uh, It's still the best place to be. Um, so you know listen for us at Edo it's how do we evolve beyond our methodology, which is very much now grounded in linear television because that's where we started to then replicating that and, and then bringing that to OTT and, uh, and nonlinear linear uh, you know, viewing, which is, is easier to track in some respects, not as easy to track with, uh, with linking necessarily search behavior because people are watching all in their own schedules and at different times. So that's kind of where we're headed. It's how do you measure all these different television viewing experiences with a similar methodology and approach. And I could be wrong, but I, I mean, you would know more, but um,
0: that kind of, it, it's, it's part of a larger landscape. It's that omni-channel, it's that contextual where the different channels are working together with linear TV and in fact, kind of changing it. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. And being able to, you know, pin, again, target people with advertising that people could have been exposed. I mean, the connected household, connected TVs absolutely have, uh, have changed the game as well in terms of the information that marketers and programmers have at their disposal. They don't have to fit it all in a 30 second spot. Not at all, not at all. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for
0: coming here, Scott. It was great speaking with you no. and, uh, and giving me the latest on the linear TV landscape. And thanks everybody else for listening to our one-on-one podcast. And a reminder to check out dmnews.com for the latest on data, strategy, and technology. Thanks again, Scott. Thanks very much.